Welcome back to another episode of Stained Crown with your hosts, Elvis Ramos and Joey Chavez. For the video format, you can also watch on youtube.com forward slash I am Elvis Tattoo. Enjoy. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. Crownthecity.com. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Joey Chavez, and we're here with another podcast. We do have our guest, Anthony. What's up, bro? Hello. We have, as, as always, our boy Elvis, Elvisito in the house. Uh, what running up? it, running we're the back. podcast, running new things it. all day, all day. Um, we're having fun with these, so glad to see you again. Glad to see you watching again. We look forward to doing more of these things. Uh, today we got a cool topic for you. Obviously, you want to bring them into the topic, brother? Yeah. So uh, I feel like this one might 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 get some uh, some uh, guts bubbling. Gonna be upset. People will be upset. Yeah, only because you know there's a lot of uh, I'm already upset. going on. So so um, yeah, the other day. Anthony came by, and we were talking about is the traditional. I forget how we worded it. So I, I guess generally speaking, or just to be like very vague, is a tattoo the traditional tattoo shop versus private studio. Private studio is the private studio the new thing, and are traditional tattoo shops dying? That's very vague. Like just the opening question. And that's 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 the topic for for this video. So, what uh, what what do you think, Joey? Since you are a, a tattoo shop mm. owner, yeah. But also, you've owned uh, studios, absolutely. As well, absolutely. So, um, being that I've been in the game, I've been in the game about eighteen years now. Uh, thank God, everything's been going really well. I do have I do have a, a solid opinion on this, and mainly, the important thing to me is to take care of yourself and to take care of your client, okay? And the thing about private studios is often private studios are not licensed with the county and, and or the state and or the city, wherever they're at. And that could be for a number of reasons. That could be one, the city or state doesn't allow it. That could be the artist doesn't want to go through the trouble of doing it. Or it could be they don't know how to do it. I mean, who knows? They don't want to do it. That could be another option. So to me, you want to make sure that any artist you're going to is at least following the most basic standard that is set by the health department, and that is standard is set to keep you healthy, to keep them healthy. Not only that, but the health department reaches out to you as a shop owner. The health department reaches out to you and lets you know and keeps you advised on certain things that are going on in the community. If there does seem to be uh, a high amount of you know flu cases, if there does seem to be um, some inks that are expired or have a bacterial infection or are getting people sick, they notify me and let me know about these things. So that is a big plus into owning a shop and working directly with the health department. Um, as opposed to if you're on your own, you wouldn't necessarily know about these things. And if you do have the experience to know how to operate safely, I'd say there isn't too too big of a problem having your own private studio. Um, but I think it also does, you know, I'm going to be biased because I am a shop owner. So to me, I say having having a studio also does kind of hurt your accessibility to your clients as well as your peers, because if you, you know, any tattooer could come to my shop right now, any time of the day, come say hot, what's up to me, talk to me, whatever. If you have a shop, it's like a, it's like an open door. It's an open shop. It's a retail location. You can come and visit anytime. Studio is not going to be like that. It's going to be more cut off. It's going to be more on its own. Um, but pros and cons, I mean, you literally got away the pros and cons because I do sometimes like the fact that if I had my own studio, nobody would come in to fuck with me while I'm t working. I wouldn't have to answer the phone. I wouldn't have to talk to somebody. 
today. I had, you know, three people walk in, want to talk to me about getting a tattoo when, okay, I want to talk to you. I want new clients, but also I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing. And it's hard for me to focus what I'm doing when I have other people coming in and out saying they want to get something, but that's mm-hmm. the cost of doing business. And to me, that's three people that I spent some time talking to that. Let's hope that's going to end up being at least $300. Cause we have a hundred dollar minimum at the shop. Um, so it's tough. It's it's tough to me. I'm gonna go with shop, just because I feel I feel it's safer. I feel it gives you more accessibility to clients, and uh, it just makes you a lot more transparent as a business owner. Okay. Yeah. What I'm thinking is, I don't know. It's kind of like I haven't worked at a lot of shops. I mainly worked with you, cause you're welcome. <laughs> I've got fired by you many times. Four times. Yes, thank you. And uh, the thing is, is that like I start relating from from the first for the first couple tattoo shops that you worked at, um, into like and then the tattoo shop that you have now, and Body Art Bus. Body Art Bus to me is it kind of be it's kind of best of both worlds right there in a way. The reason why I'm saying that is because. It could be a private tattoo studio in a way because of the private parties that are involved and you're tattooing privately. There's really no interruptions if there is a private party, um, if they book you for that. But if we take it to an event, then it comes into a standard retail shop at that point where you're tattooing and it gets crazy in there. But it's pretty, pretty awesome. And the thing is, is that uh, I see both perspectives with that. Um, I guess it's just looking for... Some people are looking, some people could be, uh, obviously they're looking for the artwork. You want your artwork to be pristine, top notch, because you're going to wear that with you for the rest of your life. At the same time, I mean, that's where I'm going to bring it back to to the early years too. Yeah, the tattoo shops were experienced, man. Like, you know how it was, like going in there, it was just a lot of fun, especially on the weekends and stuff like that. But I don't think that that really matters anymore. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of like, like the way I see it in a way is private studios. Like you said, it's gonna, it, you'll be able to get your artwork, um, uninterrupted tattoo shop. I mean, you're going to be able to do the same thing, especially if you have people here, especially if you have an apprentice to pretty much, uh, keep everybody away by answering the phones for you and stuff like that. I don't know. It's kind of a little bit of a hard one right there because in so, my eyes, they're kind of like almost not in an even plane by no means, but they could be in an even plane the way that you, the way that you, um, you, you work it out. To operate it. Yeah, yeah. The way that you operate it. Yeah. Um, because private studios as well, private studios as well is, I mean, how many people do you know that have a private studio that still operate it as a retail shop as well? I mean, they're still letting people what know. What do you mean a retail shop? Like a clothing store? No, I mean like, I'm sorry, like retail, like not retail. Like, like a walk-in like tattoo just shop? Walk in. Like an yeah. open, like okay. an open for business tattoo shop. Like with, yeah. Um, they're still running it that way. Uh, I, I know yeah. how many people it. doing that. So, so, yeah. so, okay. So the, the, the way I was thinking about it, like the, I think the, the perception that Joey had was the tattoo shop being more professional than the private studio but the private studio i think in his eyes was like a garage i think i think he was interpreting it as as a garage environment so with that aside 
if the individual makes enough money to pay for a studio that is licensed that the health department approves of, but they don't have, they don't necessarily have walk-in traffic or foot traffic that comes in. So my, my uh, idea of it or what I was thinking is because of social media, traditional tattoo shop isn't the, what is the word? Like, it has to be like, that's the only way you're going to succeed. Yeah. That's what that is. That, that's, that's, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Exactly. And I say, I got because, lost a little bit of what Joey was saying. Yeah. But right uh, now, so. in Joey, like there's different, like yeah levels of, of, of thinking about it too. Like the, the, the quality and the, the, the uh, sanit- sanitary side of it. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. But in, in, in general, what I, what I'm like, there's a lot, a lot of shit going on on my internet. Yeah. Um, Social media has made it almost, it's not necessary for you to have a storefront. Exactly. As long as you're licensed and you're producing good work, um, I don't think that a traditional walk-in tattoo shop is necessary for you to be successful. Exactly. And that's that's, that's what me and, and and that's what, going back to me and Alvis' conversation the other day, was... He was telling me, he was just like, because I was explaining to him, like, I think a lot of the tattoo shops lost a lot of the fun that it had. Let's put the work aside. The work is, let's just say that you have a quality tattoo shop, like Trusted Tattoo, right? Everybody here does really quality work. The thing is, is that let's put that aside, the atmosphere that it used to be walking into a tattoo shop. I mean, tattoo shops used to stay open till sometimes 24 hours. And I remember, like... I grew up in Cerritos, but a lot of my family was in Norwalk, and I remember going by Norwalk Tattoo Studio at times, and they would it would be open till like two, three, four in the morning at that times, and you see bikers out there and people just hanging out. I think I think, I think, I think it's it's evolved. Yeah, but it was necessary to evolve because of the type of tattoo work that can be done now. Because if you're if you're tattooing if you're if you go into a shop when it opens normally 11 12 o'clock and you're there till three four in the morning you're fucking tired oh hell yeah the quality you're gonna produce is compromised to an extent depending on how you're feeling that day it may be worse than other days um and you're in that i think that you're sacrificing quality for the paycheck but where's i going with that I think because of the type of work that can be done, the environment can't be the way it was. Yeah. That's why I enjoy, I mean, I do miss working on the first floor of the shop because it's a little bit more active down there some, in some days, <laughs> but I do like when, like when Joey's off and Megan's off and, and, and I'm here with my client and there's my focus on the tattoo jumps up. Not that I don't like working with these awesome people around me, you know, but I, I would get tired of Joey. I can appreciate the private studio in that sense. And, and the, the COVID thing, making the shop by appointment only, I actually like, as opposed to people just walking in all the time, wanting to ask questions and, and that's, that's okay. That's a way of, of, of making money too. And, and as, as a shop owner, you know, that's, that's, that's income. Yeah. And but I think the individual artist, I think if someone likes my work, they're going to try to reach out to me how I prefer to be reached out by. 
whether it be by Instagram messaging, Facebook messaging, by email, by website link, you know, and interacting with them um, through there and, and setting something up, you know. And you can tell, too, Elvis, that a lot of things have changed. How many times do you, do you guys remember when, I mean, in the early years, when people would come in and say, how much for a sleeve? How much for, and what yeah. do you want on your sleeve? You I just want some. Yeah, I just want something cool. Well, what do you think is cool? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, how many times do you guys still get those type of clients or those type of questions? I mean, the the questions definitely it's change. Definitely less, but that does still happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. So it, it, I mean, it doesn't happen. I see. What, I see anymore. what you're saying. I, I see exactly what you're saying about the some some artists as well. I've had artists work for me that shouldn't work with anybody. They shouldn't because they don't get along well with people. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they they you know they're good artists, but they don't get along well with people. Um, I felt like it was kind of hard just trying to get them to move along and get along with people. But um, I think it is very individual for each individual artist because some people do work better with people. Some people do have a more of a, a of open personality. Like for instance, like myself, the body art bus could not be run. By somebody that wasn't like me, like you have to have a, 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 you have to be a little bit charismatic. You have to be able to relate to people. You have to be able to understand people in order to yeah. go to somebody's location, whether it's their house, business, wedding, car show, bike show, wherever the fuck we are, and and, and adapt to that situation. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you so, can't pull up and be like, hey, I'm here at the body bus. Like, you guys want to that? Exactly. That sounds like me. And when something. I was, when Joey would be off, like yeah. he would, he would be like, hey, cuz I, I have the bus at that location right now. I have that, and I'll be there in a couple hours. Can you, can you, um, man the bus for a couple hours? I'd be like, all right, cool, I got like, this. And as soon as I get there, I can't hey, be a chameleon like this dude. Are you sure? <laughs> I cannot be a chameleon like this dude. Yeah. This dude can go to any environment that we were at, and this dude can blend in. I stood out, and I looked like the jerk or the asshole the whole entire time. And as soon as Joey got there, then it was just it's like— just The whole vibe changed. The whole vibe changed. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they were, right about, they were about to write you a bad Yelp review, and then now their Yelp review turned into a good yeah, Yelp I review. Yeah, and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And so, but that's the thing. So certain people excel in certain locations. So it is very individualized where some people I would say, hey, maybe you should work in a studio. Maybe you should work in a shop. It is what it is. To me, when you own a shop, I mean, one, it just gives you access to more money, I think. And I mean, obviously you could get a bigger studio and have more people doing private things. But when you have a shop, it just gives you the opportunity to have an apprentice that could get a walk in anytime. To have a shop where you could get, you could get, Money, I get, I get deposits and tip and stuff all the time. So I'm not even at the shop. Let me, cause people let me, be leaving me money. Let me, I'll, ask, I'll come to the shop and I'll have three hundred dollars right there just because some people left me money. Let me ask you that's a question. A good then. fucking feeling. Let Do me you think you social media took away from the fun factor of coming to a tattoo shop? Like, no. as far as let's say it's a group of friends that wanted to get tattooed. I think, it's like what Elvis was talking about earlier, like how before. Think about what we're doing right now. Think about where we're sitting right now. What we're doing. The podcast we just did before this, I was tattooing a girl. Definitely. While we were doing this podcast. Definitely. We have this stuff set up as a permanent podcast so we can do our job as well as interact with social media and, and evolve with our environment, which is what we're doing, which you could totally do at a private studio. Absolutely, you can do a private studio. But I just think that the, the traditional way to tattoo in a traditional tattoo shop 
is what everybody knows. So it's like if people know it, it's kind of like the uh, they're more used to it. They're more comfortable. Like I could go to a tattoo shop where if I'm going to go to like, let's say you're on the sixth floor of a skyscraper, which is dope, which is dope. I'd like to have a sick view like that. But nobody's just going to walk to the door and be like, like you said, somebody's going to have to contact you on social media. Somebody's going to have to contact you via this, via that, via whatever. It's not like they're going to say, oh, yeah, go to building fucking 605 and go walk up and check out the work. You can't do that. Because, but, you- but, but necessarily, that, that's not like the way anymore. I get more people looking at my work on social media. Oh, definitely. Because like the physical portfolio thing, I think, is, is no longer going to be a thing because of COVID. But I always I get more of my business through social media. So if I if this was a private studio, not in a shopping center with other restaurants, like it was it was like a warehouse industrial building like over here where people don't normally walk yeah. through. If we're putting out content like this, putting out posts on social media where I don't know, I'm just going to throw a random percentage out, 70% of of people are on in social media, they're going to see if we push this shit correctly, and they're going to be like, damn, that looks cool. Definitely. The excitement of a traditional shop was cool 10, 20, exactly. 20 years ago where you could just walk in. But people see something on, on social media, they're like, fuck, that looks cool. How do I get in there? Think about this. That, that creates a whole different excitement. Uh, it's, it's, it's an evolved experience. Yeah. Think about, too, what was, what was the fear factor when people used to walk into the the tattoo shops 10 years ago, the buzzing sound, right? The tattoo machine. We don't even have, hear that anymore. Everything is super quiet with the no, tattoo No, we hear machines. that trust tattoo still. Yeah. Every, yeah. Yeah. And on the body art bus. You hear but, that more on the body art bus than you well, Yeah, of course. <laughs> it, it, and it, and it's really preppers to... because I, I have friends that tried coils or tried rotaries, but they just prefer coils. But it's more common you know? to have, it's more common now to hear pure quiet where it's quiet it's a small hum like yeah so let, let, me just, let me just give you this okay so this shop here all right we had big c working here right yeah rest in peace big c never give up baby but we did a mural in the back for him okay big c was from here big c grew up around here okay so we dedicated a mural for him in the back of our shop all right people will love it people stop by fucking things a pokemon stop now so if you play pokemon <laughs> go you can come to our shop and you can find pokemon at our shop because we painted this mural in the back of the shop. That's badass. To is that spread, true? To, yeah, you didn't know that. Our shop, it, our shop is a Pokemon stop now. No way. Yeah, if you go to po- go look at, I'm not a Pokemon Go player. You go to Pokemon Go. Our shop, the core. When you look at it, when you click on it, it's Corey's mural. It's a Pokemon stop. So this is the thing. How's so not that only happen? that, but like we're That's working with our our dope. neighbors right now, and we're paint. We painted that mural for our neighbor the other yeah. day. We're gonna paint the mural in the front here. Doing it like this. You're participating not with just your tattoo community, but with your community at large. That's okay? true. So when you have a private anything, I don't give a fuck what it is, whether it's a tattoo shop or it's a fucking massage parlor or whatever it is, it takes you out of your community yep. and puts you on your own. You're an island to yourself, which is cool. I'm not saying it's not the thing, but when you participate in a community, that is where you can grow with the community, where you can participate in things that the community does, where the community can reach out to you for your talents and your art and what you do, which is what's so cool about the murals that we're going to do on this whole building. We're going to do the whole fucking building eventually. That's badass. And that's so, just because of the one we did for Corey, dedicating that to our homeboy, right? 
Yeah. And not only that, so like, look, see, let's say the, the new shop, right? The new shop on Oceanside. That shop is right next to the motherfucking freeway. We're going to have a bus parked right next to the freeway where 100,000 people a day are going to drive by that shit. No social media platform can do that for you without a lot of extensive effort. You can't even get that freeway visibility on a billboard with, for less than $3,500 $3, a month. I'm paying half that freeway visibility plus a tattoo shop, four stations right by the beach. It really, when you compare shop to studio, it's going to have to vary on location. It's going to yeah. have to vary on person. It's going to have to vary on a lot of factors that are so hard to determine because I'm going to tell you right now, I love the bus. I love the privateness of the bus. I love when I, for instance, this, I'm going to be tattooing uh, this celebrity on, on Friday, right? Going to her house, taking the bus, very private, just me and her, no distractions. That's the way I like to do it too because no distractions. We're in it. I get to focus on this one person. I don't get to be overwhelmed by having to put out all these fires or use my personality to change the entire vibe yeah. of the room because somebody walked in that fucked the vibe up. I'm not going to have to worry about that. But I like when I'm here and I can do that. Like, so, it's one of my gifts. You know? So as, as a shop owner, I can see the traditional walk-in tattoo shop being a must. Because you're making more money based off of the people that walk into the shop. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't get that same type of income with a private studio. Say, like I was saying earlier, this is a private studio in the industrial area. You can still participate in the community, you know? Like fucking like uh, West Coast Customs, originally they weren't like in a storefront area that was walk that's true uh what's it called um a lot of foot traffic but their products are on the street but their products are on the street just like our tattoos on the street but yeah he makes a good point right there you, you're, you're paying <laughs> you're paying whatever you're paying for the parking spot for the bus great exposure locally if if the money's local and it's good money boom it, it it's beneficial but if you say you have three artists that have only been tattooing three years, they're good, but their clientele isn't strong. You're working in a private studio. If your social media game is strong, you can have a client list of people that want to get in, but may not be able to get in. But if you have someone that can do work similar to you, you can book them out, have, have your, your, your percentage of, of the drop without having people just walking in and out wasting time on like asking like oh how much for a sleeve like a lot of the times they may not even be serious you know so i think it just depends on how you approach it and how you view it both of them can be lucrative i think it just depends on it just depends on the environment you want to have you know yeah well like so like chase let's bring up fucking chase this motherfucker learned from a guy that right now. Who learned from a guy? Learned from a guy. This guy. This guy's main profession is is model. He's oh, hold a, on, hold on. Your battery just died. Ah. Oh. Okay. So again, so like this this guy, he's got a private studio. Okay. He's got five apprentices. Five apprentices in a private studio that's never been licensed. Okay. 
never tried to get a license. All the work he's doing is bad. Okay. He's getting clients. I don't know where the fuck he's getting clients, but he's getting clients and he's doing really bad work on all these clients. So if he had a storefront, if he had a location, people would know not to fuck with this guy. Because <laughs> they'd be like, yo, this guy sucks. Do not go to this guy. If he had a better business, better business bureau would be all over his ass. Don't fuck with this guy. So this guy's only way of making income is to maintain a private studio, to not put his face out there because his work is so fucking horrible. Okay. And I'm not saying all people with private studios are like that. But I'm saying if that's the reason you have a private studio, you shouldn't be fucking tattooing. You know what I mean? But, He's but, got but people could also argue that there's tattoo shops that are open that shouldn't even be tattooing. Oh, I could name a couple right now. Because I, I, I've, I've seen a bunch of them where yeah. they hustle so well that they stay busier than some shops where the work is really good, but they don't hustle enough to pull up pulling clients. Yeah. But the work is, I wouldn't get tattooed there. Yeah. But they fucking have lines out the door. I don't know how the fuck. Well, but it's, it's probably it's, because they're not, they're charging dirt cheap prices, which could be that too, yeah. is to me, it's upsetting because a lot of people will pay that no matter what, just because they're broke as fuck and they're going to pay that bullshit and then get shitty tattoos. But like I said, I, I just feel like there, there's reasons to get a private studio and there's reasons to not get a private studio. But if you're getting it for the wrong reasons, then you shouldn't be fucking tattooing at all. Let me ask you like, a question because... So the person that does have the the private studio, do they have an online presence? Do they have or are Not they posting pictures on social media? Not that I know. See, and that's what kind of scares me in ways with social media. Maybe just because I'm old school and I don't have social media or anything like that. So maybe you guys are talking. See, and that's a good thing that you guys are talking to somebody that's really old school that doesn't really have social media or anything like that, right? The reason is is because let's say that I came into all of a sudden I wanted to get social media, right? And I come into that tattoo studio just because I know Chase. And they take pictures that they, you know, they take pictures that were edited very well or hit the light right or hit the light right. Hit the right light lighting. And um and now I think that those tattoos are they're pristine quality looking tattoos compared to seeing it in person you know you're going to be able to see a lot more in person compared to pictures um and and you got bamboozled yeah pretty much <laughs> so i'm wondering i mean i guess i can see now why social media has a big presence especially within the tattoo industry i'm still i mean like i said i'm 41 years old i don't know why i never really got so much into social media and stuff like that i know why you're not into it right now but i'm not gonna say <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's the thing like like i even thought about getting into social media and then i started thinking to myself like maybe i maybe i shouldn't so uh, me it's all money yeah, it's and all that's business. the thing. It's all like I, I'm seeing the the difference. I know I was kind of venturing away from that, but I could see the difference. Like what Elvis was just saying, like most of the presence now is all online, mm -hmm. compared to back when when we were tattooing at the time. It wasn't really about an online presence. It was just about what shop was open at mm -hmm. that time, mm -hmm. and no one even looked at portfolios. No one even really cared. It was just kind of like, can you do this? You get that eventually. You get that a little bit still too. And yeah. so here's the thing. So combine social media presence uh -huh. 
with great location. Yeah. That people could just walk in. So you have the best of both worlds. Yeah. All right. And in order to have the best of both worlds, you don't you shop. Now. Well, and, and what aspects do you mean the best of both? What's the best of each one that you're the, talking about? The best of each one is you're doing the social media just like we're doing. We're killing social media. We're participating in every way that we can. We're making sure that we have a strong presence. We're posting often. We're, we're doing stuff right. We're making sure when we post things, we're, we're doing the right lighting and everything else, as well as a good-looking shot from the outside. We got good signs. We got good visibility on the road, and we're participating in advertising, more the traditional advertising as well magazines fucking we haven't done a billboard yet but so 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 what i'm saying is the benefit like the best of both worlds what is the best benefit of both worlds that you're talking about that you're getting out of doing all that well i mean one is just is money straight up money i mean because it's business because it's business Mm -hmm. it's straight money but it's not just money though it's also the perception of the client so again the best of both worlds is go check out my boy shop just go it's this is the address go over there Go, go go see this. Go do that. Go 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 check it out. Just you can walk in. You can talk to anybody you want. You could look at portfolios. Oh, you don't. You can't look at portfolios right now. Oh, oh you can't make an appointment right now. Then that's that's the topic that I wanted COVID. to talk. I mean, that's what I wanted to talk about. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Though, go go. Yeah. St- stemming off what Joey's saying. Yeah. So, the best of both worlds. So, if if you're an artist or a shop owner, I guess the 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 mindset of the artist and the shop owner which is also an artist, can be different because you want to tattoo anybody that comes into the shop. Everyone. It doesn't matter what they want to get. Yeah. Me as an artist, I don't want to tattoo nothing but infinity signs. Not that that's a common thing anymore, but Not I want people to get tattooed by me because they like the work that I do and they want something based off of the concepts that I'm constantly doing. So they have to know what kind of work I do. And that's, for, for, at least for me, that's stemming from social media, posting, them seeing what I do. So nowadays I get more of that. Every, every once in a while when someone walks into the shop and they want to get, you know, whatever, um, the fucking, I don't know what's that dude. A fucking cherry blossom branch, you know? Like super popular. Super popular. This is an example. I didn't do one, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do that. Like if someone asked me, like, "Oh, would you want to tattoo this?" Not really. Not really. Yeah. You know, but because it's benefiting the shop and it's and it's throwing some money into the shop, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. But if if we could all be busy, like we could be booked out as far as we want to get booked out without having people actually walking into the shop and they're all coming through social media, booking, sending deposits online. But we have to do minimal of that extra stuff, I think is more ideal, at least in my opinion. But that's that's just the the, the mindset of, of of wanting to do the tattoos that you want to do, not just tattooing whatever walks in the door. Yeah. I can't tattoo everything like you can, Joey. Well, see his thing is you came from a different world than I've come from. When I came in the game, I worked at a tattoo shop where it was if they fucking come in the cat come in the door and they want it, you fucking tattoo it. <laughs> and it better be good. Yeah. And it better be fucking good. And you better fucking charge them as much as you can charge them. And get them in and out and fucking get as many done as you can. That's the world I came from. Okay. So I, I've evolved in my game to know that the tattoo you give somebody is not yours. 
It's theirs. So it could be your work, but it's theirs. Mm-hmm. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do with that tattoo. They're going to treat it however the fuck they want to do with their tattoo. There's nothing you can do once you give it to them. Some artists are very particular about, oh, that's my work. That's my work. The art of tattoo itself is not your work. It's theirs. And that's, I think, the perception of the, the, word, the craft itself has changed because artists are now in the game that can appreciate their work and appreciate their style. But that is not your tattoo once you do it. Once they that leave... It's not your piece It's anymore. theirs. It's not yours anymore. Yeah. That, that fucking Yoda you did yesterday? Dope as fuck. It's not mine. It's gone. It's gone. You may see it again. You may not. You may never see that piece again. And that's cool. It's out in the world. It's doing what it does. It is an honor to be able to leave your art and your mark on anybody. And a lot of the, the, the tattooing has... That's never really talked about because of the way tattooing has always come from money, making money, make it this, make that, make this, make that. But the trust someone has to have in you to allow you to mark their flesh for the rest of their life, it's an honor that they would want you to do that, that they would let you do it. Now, when somebody asks me, like, oh, yeah, just do something that you want to do. To me, I'm just like, fuck, well, what do you like? Because to me, that's, it's your tattoo. It's not mine. I'll put yeah. something on you that I like. But you might not like what I, I like. But maybe they mean by that is just like what's trending right now. Like, what is the most common tattoo that you're tanning or that I, you're doing that can make me look cool right now? I think that, I think I think what that what it is really is though that people are aware that there is artists like fine artists that are coming into the game. Like, you can a lot of the time a heavy hitter in the industry. They have a particular style of tattooing to where you can see their tattoo out in the wild and be like, oh, that was done by fucking so-and-so. If I go to that person, hey, bro, like, you have an art piece that you want to tattoo? Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll fucking I mean, take definitely. it. Definitely. Could be that, you too. Know, it's, it's not like, mm-hmm. I just want to get fucking ink. What, would you, what do you want to do? You know, no. Like, I've seen your artwork. I've seen what you can do. Whatever you fucking draw up, I guarantee I'm going to fucking, like, what do you want to do? You know? I feel like unless they don't know who your name is, like if they just walk it, in there. It, okay. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. But, but so, but even, even on that level, just like we talked about before, it has to be something that accentuates their body. It has to be something that flows with their body. That's yeah. the craft itself. The craft itself is based around that person. The artwork, the canvas, it's for that person. And once again, whether you do it or not, it's their work. Like you, they take it. They're going to, they can fucking be like this fucking idiot and go tan every fucking week. Yeah, fuck up a perfectly good color portrait. Yeah, yeah. And there ain't shit you could do about it. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? They could go fucking wrestle with their buddies the next day and get fucking staph infection over it. Yep. There's <laughs> nothing you can fucking do about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's their tattoo. They get to do what they want with it. I think you again. You are from like the new breed, the new breed that came up looking at these fucking tattoo shows. And seeing like the Kat Von D's and, and Chris Garvers and all these dudes doing their thing, killing it. Where when I grew up, I didn't know about shit, but the people that were local where I was at. Yeah. I knew about the big time guys, but that's it. And it was like, what is Homeboy doing? Okay, Homeboy's really good at flowers. He loves flowers. He'll knock flowers out all day. That's his thing. He loves mm-hmm. it. This guy over here does more fucking equal. And then now it's 29 Palms. So, I mean, 29 Palms, it's pretty much all walk in tattoo shops. Yeah. Where 
nowadays it's different where you want to have a style you want to have a look where back then it was like i want a pretty fucking flower yeah no no <laughs> and, it, and that was when like let's say uh who's that dude that tattooed trevor's stomach um what's his name forgot i used to go to the gym with that dude Oh, whatever. Rob, yeah. Robert Atkinson, all these other guys that started coming out with real strong styles. Biomech, Trash Polka, fucking Neo-Traditional. All these things started coming out where to me it was like, yo, okay, cool. What do I got to do to tattoo like that? If somebody comes and asks me, yeah. they want a fucking tattoo like that, what do I got to do? Okay, let me study that. Let me study that form. So if somebody wants a fucking Biomech, I'm fucking horrible at Biomech. You ask me to do a biomech tattoo right now, I will fuck that tattoo up. I really feel like that. I really do. But people will come and they'll ask me to do it. And I'm going to do it to the best of my fucking ability. <laughs> I'm going to do it to the best of my fucking ability. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they're going to be happy with it. They're going to be fucking happy with it because I'm going to, I know that I'm weak at biomech. So what am I going to do? I'm going to grab fucking some Roman's work, some Robert Atkins work, some fucking, uh, all these people where I know. They do it right, so I'm going to look at that, study it, and attack that. Like, I think it, it goes back to just my whole art in general. Like, I wanted to be a comic book artist when I was younger. And so I'd look at all these fucking comic books, and then I would draw comic books based on those things, you know? It was never, I never, I never cared so much about having my work speak for itself as opposed to I just wanted to create something dope, whether whatever it was. You know what I mean? And I think that's why, even when it comes to tattoos, I'm the same way with that. Not only was it that I came up in a street shop, but it's like I've always just wanted to do good work. Or people ask me, like, what's your favorite shit to do? I like a challenge. I like a challenge. I like being pushed to do something that's outside my comfort zone, which is probably not advisable. <laughs> yeah, you know like, I mean? like I, I don't, I, I used to be like that in the beginning because I didn't know what I wanted to focus on. I would try to do new school, other realism, um, traditional, neo-traditional. And I started seeing that I wasn't happy with the way things were coming, coming back. I knew what I was good at. And when I started coming up, the, the artists that I knew about were people like Steve Soto, Jose Lopez, Freddie Negretti. Um, lo local guys around around here, you know, and I could tell their style. Specifically, Steve Soto. He was one of the artists that I really looked up to in the beginning of my still, tattooing. Still killing. He's still killing it. But when I was finding, when I found his work, like I just fell in love with it because it didn't look like just some black and gray tattoo that you know can be done almost the same way in the same style over and over again. His, his shit had a flavor to it. His flavor to it. I mean, I haven't gotten tattooed by him, but I, I don't even know if I... If he, is he still tattooing? I, I he's not very know. active on, on social media. No, he doesn't need so to be. I, I don't know. He doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be. He's, he's fucking... He, he, he came up in that transition to social media because he was making YouTube videos. He was doing vlogging and doing that. Putting out books. Putting out books. That, that was a big thing, putting out books. Well, I've, I've done some of his tattoos. I've seen his tattoos done all over conventions, you know, but I think once I saw that and seen the success, I think that maybe clicked something that I need to focus on something that I'm decent at and get better at it because I've done some biomech too, and I'm not a biomech guy, 
but people that focus on that like roman if someone wants some biomech for me and they want me to do it and they know i don't do it i'm like all right i'll, I'll give it a try i'm down it's gonna look different it's not gonna look like that picture you showed me if you want something like that you need to go to that fucking guy yeah you know and i feel like it's just there's two types of mindsets is the tattooist and the tattoo artist you know like some people just they just want to tattoo and they think they can tattoo whatever they whatever comes at them and that may be the case but some i can respect the artist that wants to focus on this type of of style that they do because a lot of artists are infamous because of this specific way that they do their art, not even talking about tattooing, yeah. just artists in general. If you see an art, a painting on a canvas, uh, that that's like a Salvador Dali, uh, you'll be able to tell like that's not by fucking what's that guy that did all the the Ronald McDonald fucking Ron English. Like that's not a Ron English piece. No, you can tell what a Ron Salvador. English piece looks like. Yeah. You know, and he's famous because he did that shit. You know, he's not gonna be like. He's not going to have a client go up to him and be like, hey, man, I heard you're a painter. Can you fucking do a Dr. Seuss painting? Fuck out of here, dude. I mean, if you're my friend, like going back to tattooing, if you're a friend of mine, if you're a client and, and, and you're a returning client and, and you're cool, if you want me to do a fucking Japanese-style fucking dragon on you, I will attempt it for you and I will do the best that I can. But it's not going it. to look like a traditional Japanese tattoo, though. Yeah. It's going to look like... Elvis Nimini's tattoo. <laughs> you know what that's I'm saying? That, that's true. But 100%. I think that's why I want to focus on a, the, the way that I tattoo because I feel like I get more out of it and I'm able to put more into it, which blows the expectations of the client out of the water. You know, I don't want to just, I, don't, I remember going to parties and meeting somebody for the first time. Like, oh, it's my friend fucking J Joe. Oh, he knows you're a tattoo artist. Oh, bro, you're a tattoo artist? Look, this on me? How much? I won't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to pay me, that's cool, but I won't fucking do that. Yeah. I don't do this. My drawing. Or this fucking picture I've been wanting to replicate or whatever, you know? It's it's more, I think it's more of a, I don't I don't know, feeding the, the art artist's ego, maybe? Yeah, you know, it's not yeah. necessarily about the money. It's good money, and I'm fucking blessed. I'd rather be doing this and working construction with my dad. I'll tell you that fucking right now. But it's make sure you're saving for retirement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm dabbling in other things too. You know, there you go. You know, gambling in Vegas yeah. once in a while, man. And so, double up. I think again, like from your perspective, a studio again, a studio could work for what you're doing. Because you are attacking social media and everything so strongly and you do have your own personal flair and you have your own personal way of looking at the game and how you tattoo and what you expect to get out of tattooing. And I have a completely different perspective on it. Hmm. Because, again, like I said, I, I'm a shop owner that has, has seen success the way that I like to do it. You've seen success the way that you like to do it. So no matter what, we're not going to be on the same page pretty much on most things. <laughs> and that's just because, again, we have completely opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. when it comes to 
how we like to tattoo, what we like to tattoo, shit, where we like to tattoo. But that's like, to me, that's why I like having a shop where I can make everybody feel comfortable. I can have everybody. This is, you want to, you want to do this? Go ahead. You want to set up your station like this? Go ahead. You want to do it? So that you as an artist can feel fulfilled in that location in doing what you're going to do. Whether you can afford to have a studio on your own or, or you want a studio on your own or, or you don't, you, again, best of both worlds. I feel like you're, you're getting the best of both worlds right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily want to open up a, a, a private studio. No, but I'm saying, but I mean, from your, the way that you're doing things, yeah. I feel like you're getting the best of both worlds just because the way our arrangement yeah. is worked out, which is kind of got a private studio anyway. Yeah, yeah. Within I, I, I kind of do, yeah. Which is the best of both worlds. It's cool. And to me, it's the best of both worlds because I get a studio artist in my shop. You know what I mean? That I can make him feel like he's in a private studio. So, like to me, like I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna adapt. No matter yeah. what happens in the game, I'm a tattooer. I'm gonna be tattooing. That's it. No matter what comes in the future, I'm gonna adapting. Whatever it is, I don't give a fuck yeah. what happens. If we fucking can't use ink anymore, we got to use fucking. Lava. I don't give a fuck. Shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna yeah. adapt. This is what I do. All right. And the same thing with with the shop in Oceanside, with the buses, with everything. So again, I think it just comes back to the individual, how they utilize it, what they want to get out of it, and what their goals are. Because if their goals are, hey, I want to fucking have my studio, tattoo when I want to tattoo. I don't really care about making a certain amount of money. I just want to be here. Okay. Whereas me. I look at it as time in the day, time in the week, time in the year. My life is only X amount of time. There's only this much time left in my life. So I could either do 100 tattoos or I could do 300 tattoos. Obviously, both those numbers are completely off. It was just... Yeah. Okay. But And so to me, I want to maximize what I'm going to get out of my craft. But that's just me. That's just the way I look at it. I want to maximize my talents. But, but think of it as, as maximizing it. And there's a couple ways of maximizing you could be Joey, the fucking Japanese neo-traditional artist that specializes in that and sought after for that to the point where if you want to get booked in with Joey, you better have $3,000 for the day. But you only got a tattoo three days a week and you're making fucking 40 grand a month. Would you necessarily want to tattoo seven days a week or would you no. want to spend more time with your family? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I would like to get to that level. I would like to get to the point where I can charge $3,000 a day like fucking Josh Duffy does and only tattoo Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And the rest of the time, I'm fucking maybe doing uh, working on other businesses. Yeah. Maybe making content. Like, I enjoy doing content. Like, my, my uh, appointment rescheduled today. I wasn't fucking pissed. I was like, bro, now there's time to fucking do this. We're doing it. This is fun. We're doing it. I like doing this shit. Yeah. You know? So it's like there's different ways of doing it. But I think ultimately, adapting to whatever situation you have until you reach whatever you're trying to reach, you know? Yeah. And, and I think, I think what we have here is best of both worlds because not only are we a, a, a walk-in shop that that's, you know, in, in a great location, it's accessible, accessible location, but we also have the, the social media, the content um, um, aspect of it. So I don't know how long, Till, till we're the fucking the most famous shop in this part of the town or in, in California. It may never happen, but... In this part of town, we already are. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're pretty well known. Yeah. 
you know, and we're going to be putting content out like this. And I think eventually with the combination, everyone here should be able to, to up their prices to be charging whatever we're, we're trying to charge to feel comfortable, to feel appreciated mm-hmm. as artists, you know, and then let, you know, if people, if someone wants to get fucking infinity sign, that's why we raised our minimum. We'll tattoo you. You hear? Or I'll be down a bit. We'll tattoo you. Ten minutes. But you're getting tattooed by some fine artists, so we're gonna, you know. Yeah, like like that Doctor Wu cat, Doctor Wu in Hollywood. He's got a private studio. He only does his own people. And this motherfucker's doing tiny little fucking tattoos. All right, and he's charging thousand dollar minimum just to come sit with them to do this little tattoo. Like, god damn, that's crazy. That's crazy, but if you're, you got people willing to pay for it, fuck it. Yeah. Why not? And what is he doing? He's doing fine line, little liney, tiny tattoos. But it's in right now, and people and, are paying for They are for difficult, it. though. They are difficult. Oh, fuck yeah, they're difficult. They take, they take a, different, a different kind of a if focus. You're using a, sing, yeah, you're using a single needle. You get no mistakes. That's yeah. what it is. And that's why, that's why he is well sought after. And you look at him tattoo, and you're just like, dude. It's like East, like East 1 over at uh, Shamrock, bro. Doesn't matter what he's tattooing, what part of the body, he's laying you down. You know what I mean? Like you're laying down. Don't give a fuck if it's your fucking hand. You're laying down and you're getting your fucking hand tattooed. Because you're the stillest. He's got you the most stable. It's just, it's really fucking cool, man. Just to see all the different ways that people do things and just to see how tattooing has evolved from what it has. Because I don't think anybody could have predicted this. And I no. think a lot of the a lot of the great artists now are fucking tattooers. They are they are tattooers because nobody else is really paying for art on the same way people pay for tattoos. Nope. Tattooing is a billion dollar a year industry, dude. Billions of dollars are made in our industry. And people don't even fucking realize that. And as a shop owner, I have certain goals. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so to me, it's like these goals are gonna be made with a solid team. Fucking good work, good atmosphere. But again, since it's a shop, customer first, safety first, you know, all that. And and those are just things that I've just come to just get better and better at. So again, I'm gonna be biased. I'm gonna say shop. But again, that's just because that's where that's what's got me to where I'm at right now. That's what yeah. got me here, it's got me to this point, and that's what's gonna take me to the future. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say? Whoever is going to be nice to me when I walk in. <laughs> How many times have you walked into a tattoo shop and people are just jerks to you yeah. right when you walk into the shop? Not here. Right right from the get-go. And it's like, dude, here. I'm here to give you money. Unless you're Anthony. If, you're, if you walk in and you're Anthony, you might get what the, the boot. What the fuck, cuz? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. But, no, yeah, no, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's definitely important regardless of customer service. You know, yeah. being able to talk to a client and make them feel comfortable the situation. I think either avenue that you take, if if your goal aligns with it, it's it's a successful. It can be successful, you know. Whether you want to do the private studio, you can be successful that way. If you want to do the 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 tattoo shop, multiple tattoo shops, you can you can uh, scale the business that way, you know, to where you may not necessarily even have to tattoo anymore, you know. But it, it all depends on what your mindset is and what you want to ultimately achieve, you know? I don't know if I want to tattoo my entire life. You know, I may not want to tattoo in 20 years. I may want to just fucking 
have a business that's making me money and, and I can just fucking I'll tattoo once in a while like fucking Gary Vaynerchuk wants to get tattooed fuck it dude I'll fucking tattoo you the dog. fucking Sultan you know? of Brunei hit me up again he keeps bugging me I gotta tattoo this motherfucker well shit yeah you know sometimes you know that's well, that's the goal you know but but yeah I think I think the environment or the uh, the ecosystem is changing because of social media the private studio, not necessarily an unlicensed private studio with bad tattooers, but good tattooers teaming up, creating a a, a location where there's it's not necessarily a storefront. It's a little bit more of an exclusive feel, but that creates a different type of vibe. The tattoo shop and the storefront creates a more uh, a different kind of vibe. You know, it's they're both lucrative. They're both um, can be successful. It just depends on... Yeah, as long as you're doing good business, doing good tattoos, and, yeah. and treating your customers right. Good yeah. customer service, good business, and adapting, and you'll be successful. Oh. oh. Respect the craft. Yeah. You Respect know? the craft. 100%. Respect the craft. And that's the biggest thing. Like, hey, make Don't step sure on toes. We said there's no reason for it. There's a lot... Of, hey, people turn 18 every day. Yep. New skin every day. Yeah. There's more, there's more people than we can tattoo. And, and I try onto the market. Oh, I got my third one waiting downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be tattooing until fucking seven a.m. tomorrow. I'm walking like, bro, you ready for the next podcast? He's gonna be like, we get power nap. Let me get a power, power nap. Naps. Power naps in a bang. <laughs> in a bang. But um, yeah, I think uh, Joey's got Joey's got his client waiting now. That was about an hour. Another good, good another good podcast. A good one. So yeah, what do you guys think? Private studios. Yeah. Tattoo shops. Yeah. What are you noticing in the state that you're in? Maybe you're watching in uh in 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 uh, Texas. Maybe you're watching in Biloxi. In Biloxi, maybe in Florida. What are you noticing? As a tattooer, as a as a tattoo collector. Yeah. What are you noticing? Let us know in the comments. Make sure you like, subscribe this video. If you're on Instagram. Make sure you hit that save button, like, share, tag your friends. Make sure you follow the shop. Yes, Trust sir. The tattoo body our bus. I am Elvis Tattoos. And everyone else, Anthony does not have Instagram, but no. don't follow him. He doesn't exist. Even you if guys you see can him be in the my pen pal. Store, don't follow him. I, I, <laughs> I don't have no social media. I still write letters. Yeah, that's right. And then, hey, anytime you want, shop is open. Come by. We'll have a shop in Oceanside very soon. That will be open. Come by. Love to help you. And if you do want a good tattoo to my private studio corner, at Trusted Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You can do that too. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thanks guys for watching and we'll see you guys in the next one. If you guys have any questions that could be for potential future podcasts, let us know. It's a good one. That was a good one. Later guys. Later.